that's going to help that naysayer voice not necessarily vanish, but at least kind of, you got to kind of smack them to the side, right? You can't, you can't let that naysayer control your brain. You got to smack it. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, on these uh, Hump Day Hustles, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing doing really good. Um, yeah, just uh, fall is here in Minnesota, at least. It's uh, it's been kind of chilly, but hey, we got some. We got a heat wave coming, so that's how Minnesota is, right? We get this like super cold weather. It's like holy cow! We got to get our part. We got to get like our jackets out, and we're all wearing our flannels, and and then uh, all of a sudden it's like eighty degrees. So hey, that's just how it goes. Nice. Yeah. Um, so anything new in your world, Matt? Yeah, I'm getting my uh, capital raising company ready to launch. So I spent most of yesterday getting the website designed and such. Awesome. How about you? Awesome. Um, yeah. That, well, that that's first of all, that's that's good stuff. I mean, you gotta have that ready. People want to kind of see that professional look. I always tell people before they really go and start being super active with investors, it's nice to have that stuff going in it. Not that you can't before. There's never like a perfect, you know, you got to wait until you do, you know, step one, two, three, and four, but you know, it's nice to have it up as quickly as you possibly can because it's a great resource to send people to. And then for you, I think the, the most valuable thing is you've got this book launch going. Well, you need a place. That's a landing page because if people want to find out who you are, where you know, want to learn more about you, oh, that's really important. You know, when I first started going on a podcast, I, I didn't have any of that. Like I didn't have a website. I didn't have a bio. I just said, oh, you know, check out my social media um, because I didn't have anywhere to drive people to go to, and I missed out likely a lot of potential opportunity with investors and with just building relationships because I really didn't have a great place to drive people uh, to. So, you know, ha- having that professional website, having resources for people to, to see super valuable. So that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, for us new going on, I mean, it's, 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 there's nothing crazy new. We've got some deals we're working on uh, a couple different deals we're working on. So that's exciting. Um, you know, working on the, uh, launching a second kind of mastermind group. Um, so that's exciting trying to, so we do these small kind of groups, uh, eight to 10 people, you know, get on a call and, uh, really, really hash through a lot of what's what's needed in multifamily education stuff and then um just just a uh, enjoyable group to be a part of so getting the second one going and hopefully continue to build on, on that as well and i'm in your first mastermind so i can attest that uh, there's tremendous value to be had by joining it that's good that's good i'm glad we're getting some value i want to keep on trying to figure out different ways to to add more and more value you know how can we do more um, for everybody and, and really trying to 
bring that community aspect together. The idea behind these groups, uh, you know, it's not only the education, because that's really important. We want to make sure everybody's ready to go and they feel like, yeah, I can get this deal done when I get a deal and I know how to find a deal, right? Uh, but then we also have other people to potentially partner with to bring in, you know, bring into our deals. However, we want to work together. We've got our own little network. So I want to continue to try to build that. So it worked the masterminds together and, and created more of a community. So people feel like, Hey, we've got all the resources we need. Cause that's really important when we're talking about multifamily investing, like do we have the right resources and people in place to be successful? Um, you know, I was on the, the phone a lot though, over the last couple of days with uh, potential investors. And that's one of the biggest things I hear over and over that they ask is, you know, who's on your team? You know, what, what's the success of your team? Who's your property manager? Who's your uh, lender? Who, who are your partners? You know, uh, so th- that's really important to understand and, and know that you've got to have really strong people in place and being part of a group like this, I think helps uh, bringing that together. Yep. Well, so uh, let me transition to our topic for today. Let's do it. And last week we talked about uh, handling the naysayers in your life, mm-hmm. but I didn't mention my biggest naysayer in my own life. Oh, it's myself. You know, I've got this uh, inner voice that tells me like things uh, like, you know, you, you don't deserve to be successful or, or you're not good enough or, or, you know, you don't have enough money or you don't have enough resources or you're too shy or, or whatever. It was just this long litany of things. And it knows, you know, my inner voice knows just what to say to me to bring me down, to discourage me. Um, so today we're going to talk about how to handle your own inner naysayer. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that the biggest one was your cat, but <laughs> it's good that it's not your cat. That'd be weird. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 we all do it to ourselves. And like you said, so much more than anybody else is, is being negative to us or negative to ourselves. And it's, it's a challenge. It's a struggle. And there's really no, like, not a lot of like training on how do you, how do you not do that? How do you not be your biggest critic? How do you not be your biggest naysayer? Um, you know, there's some mental toughness things out there, um, but there, there's not a lot out there for people to really partake in. So it's it's a challenge. It's for sure a challenge. Uh, I think you know, reading books is is probably your, one of your better resources. And I actually listen to some podcasts that you know kind of help on that, I guess. Um, but you know, positive affirmations and just reading good content and being around the right people. Those all help, right? Those all definitely help. I think that's a big part of getting your brain in the right mindset is actually like we talked about uh, last week is just surrounding yourself with the right people. Uh, When you have people that are constantly positive and bringing you up or bringing themselves up or bringing other people up, it just brings you up as well. It makes you, I think, stop complaining as much and and really focusing on what's good. 
And that's the other thing. Focus on what's good and not what's crappy in your life. You know, we all have so many awesome things in our lives. And, you know, maybe you've got like, maybe coronavirus has got you down or who knows what. I mean, people, everybody has different negatives at different times going on in their life. But we have to slow down and go, okay, well, wait a second. Yeah, maybe it's crappy that, you know, whatever is happening to me. But at the same time, like I was, I'm, I'm here like living in this amazing country. I've got these amazing opportunities available. Like listen to a podcast with somebody that's successful and realize that they have had the same or similar struggles as you have and go, oh man, I mean, the opportunity is there for all of us. So there's just so much to be thankful for, even if negative things are happening right now in your life, that we have to slow down and look at those. And that's going to help that naysayer voice, not necessarily vanish, but at least kind of, you got to kind of smack them to the side, right? You can't, you can't let that naysayer control your brain. You got to smack it and get it out of your, get it out of your brain. It's going to keep coming up. And there's something called a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you've got that inner voice telling you that you're going to fail and you listen to that inner voice, you will fail. Hi, I'm Matt Jones. And if you're like me, you're looking to grow your real estate business while connecting with others. There's this incredible new virtual experience unlike any other. I'm talking about the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's coming to you online this October 22nd and 23rd. And it's not like one of those boring webinars you find all the time out there. No, this is going to be interactive. You're going to have the opportunity to network and grow relationships with not only the other attendees, but with the speakers as well. So you can sign up today online at nreconference.com and use the code DEX, D-E-X, for $50 off. You know, I think it was Henry Ford that said something like, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. And it's so true, right? It's, you know, and you might go, well, wait a second, I think I can fly by myself. Well, okay, let's, let's be realistic. But do you know what? Somebody thought they could fly. And guess what happened? They flew right? They came up, they, they didn't flap their arms and jump off a cliff, right? But they figured out how to do it. And so it can be done. Like, you have to understand the, the, the naysayer, the people that are like, always being negative and thinking that they can't do something. Think of where we'd be at as a society if that were if that took over everybody's brains and we're, we're blessed it hasn't, right? I mean, we can fly across the, uh, around the entire globe in a few hours, right? We can, we can fly to the moon. We can have this little tiny device in our hands that can just do amazing, amazing things. Like we never think about that 40 years ago. Like, blow your mind away watch back to the future right when they go into the future and that was made in like the 90s or 80s late 80s 90s i can't remember what it was but you know they go into the future right and you look at that stuff in the future and you just laugh at like wow that's ancient history right that, that like what they thought we would be able to do, we we have 
far exceeded that. Now I think the guy had like a hoverboard that he was flying around and we haven't done that yet. Yeah, we have actually. We, we have, we have these little hoverboards that you can go around on. Yeah, you can't just go around everywhere. You need a special like magnetic uh, track for them. But, sure, uh, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. So I just like the, the possibilities are limitless, but if we're a naysayer, if we're always negative about it, you're never going to succeed. You're never going to get anything done. So as you said, like what you focus on, but you focus on growth. So you got to decide what you're going to focus on, right? Are you going to focus on the negative crap in your life and that could negatively happen? Or are you going to focus on the positives? Now that's not to say let's ignore some of the consequences that could happen with our decisions, right? When we look at an apartment building, for instance, when we buy an apartment, we are looking at some of the things that could go wrong and going, okay, well, what's the probability? First of all, what's the probability of that going wrong? If it's really high, well, then it's a high risk deal, right? And you probably shouldn't do it. But if the probability is like, well, yeah, sure, this could go wrong, but here are the reasons why it's going to go right. And okay, well, what happens if this doesn't go perfect, you know, here's where it'll be, right? So we're not being negative about it, but we are being a little bit cautious too. We're looking at some of the risk factors as well, but you still have to look at it. If I buy an apartment building, I go, oh my gosh, now, now what? Now, now, man, I mean, he's, we're not going to get the rents and all this kind of stuff. Well, guess what? That's what's going to happen. Like it's going to go wrong. If I start thinking that way, if I start saying, oh man, these contractors, I just, there's no good contractors out there. I can't find anybody good, right? Well, guess what? You're not going to find anybody good. Like, that's just how it is. But if you, if you start to, and same thing when people are like, oh, I can't find any properties. There's no good properties out there. Oh, they're all too expensive. Well, guess what? Properties right now are going for a lot of money. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do in your business to grow your business? Maybe it's not buy properties because they're all too much. Maybe it's do something else, but you've got to figure that out and you got to be positive about it. You got to get that naysayer voice out of your head to where you can continue to grow and expand your business, right? I've chosen to continue to push and look for properties. It can be frustrating at sometimes. There's sometimes where that self-doubt comes in my head and goes, what are you doing? Like there's not enough properties out there and they're going for way too much. But I smack it to the side and I keep pushing along. And I haven't bought a ton of properties over the last couple of years, but I still find that deal here and there that works really well. And if I let that naysayer voice come in and stay in, I wouldn't buy anything. Have, have you ever read that book, uh, Psycho Cybernetics? I haven't. No. Have you heard of it? No. Nope. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's the best book I've ever read to help me with my own self-doubts. Hmm. So it, there's a few different editions of it, but the first edition was written by a plastic surgeon. And he was noticing that the people he was doing plastic surgery on, their personalities would change from before the surgery to after. And, you know, he, he was really confused. Like, I didn't do anything with their brain. I just, you know, changed their nose or whatever. And so he started studying to see what could be causing this phenomenon of like more self-confidence, more, you know, people became more outgoing and, and whatnot. And so he, he found all these different ways to, uh, you know, help you to reform your own personality to become the best version of yourself 
So when, uh, for example, when you're finding yourself having those self doubts and that negative inner voice, recognizing that and, you know, kind of cancel those thoughts and replace them with the thoughts that you'd rather have about whatever it is. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's an exercise that works really well when I'm speaking in front of people. Uh, and I never have got, I've never been one of those people that gets super nervous, but I do know that there's been a couple times, especially early on when I started kind of speaking again, and I was a teacher, so, you know, that kind of helps, but at the same time, I'm speaking in front of like kids that I'm, I'm way more knowledgeable than them versus speaking in front of adults. There's, there's a difference there. There's definitely a difference. Ask any teacher. Um, but anyways, when I first started speaking, I, I, I would get, I was getting kind of nervous and I would actually get cold versus warm. Like I wouldn't sweat. I would actually get cold. Like I'd get the shivers. And I remember getting that one of the, one of the earlier times and I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're coming to this place to talk to people and they want to hear what you have to say. Like they are coming to hear you. There's nothing to be nervous about. Like, you got to shake this off because they're coming to hear you. Like, they want to know what you have to say. And even if you say something stupid or you mess up or you forget what you say, like, you're knowledgeable enough to where you can shift and pivot and figure it out. And so it was like I had to tell my brain, like, they came here to see you. You need to like just show up, and that's it. And they don't, they're not gonna, and that's the other thing. Like, most we get nervous because we're like, oh, like in speaking in front of somebody, we get nervous because, like, oh, you know, they're, what if I say something stupid or, oh man, I, I just paused for way too long, it was really awkward, or oh, I stumbled over my words. Well, guess what? Like, 99.9% of the people that are listening to you didn't even hear it. Like, they had no clue. And what I tell people is how many times have you gone and listened to somebody speak about a topic that you enjoy and you thought, wow, that was horrible. Like very rarely, at least myself, like I don't have many of those experiences. Now there might be some people that are like, wow, that was amazing. Right. But for the most part, if they're talking about something, A, they're passionate about, and B, they're knowledgeable about, and I am interested in, it's, it's, I like it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like I said, they, I might say, wow, that person blew me out of the water versus that other person that maybe stumbled a bit and wasn't as prepared or was super nervous. Maybe they were just average, which is fine. Like, that's all you should be, right? That's all you should care about is being I shouldn't say that. That's all you should care about. But I mean, if you're nervous, like you just get through that and be positive about it because they came to hear you. So you, you got to shift that mindset um, depending on what it is. But we, we look, we tell ourselves, as you already said, we tell ourselves so often, way too often that, you know, whatever, we can't do something or, um, we're not good enough for it or somebody's better than us at it. Like, who am I? You know, there's, there's been plenty of times where I've looked at and said, who am I to do this? Or man, they're already doing it. Like, do you, should I really do this? Matt, you could have went, you know, you're writing this book um, and getting it. Come, it's going to be out soon, right? You could have went, 
who am I to put this book out there? But instead you went, you know what? I'm going to put this book out there and I'm going to do it in a way where I'm going to leverage other people's expertise and become the expert on their expertise. Right. And so you got creative and figured out a way to do it instead of saying, well, who am I to write a book? Because I haven't bought 30,000 units. I haven't, I don't own $2 billion in real estate. Like somebody else does and they should write a book, right? Not me. And that's what a lot of people think. Like a lot of people, th- and I hear that with people interested in, in doing a podcast or interested in doing all kinds of different stuff, interested in like they want to buy their first like 200 unit building. They go, who am I? And I did that myself, Matt. I, I did that myself. I said, I, I was, you know, buying these 10, 20 unit buildings, 30 unit buildings. And I was like, well, eventually I'll get to the larger buildings. And my mentor uh, at the time said, well, why, why not now? Like what makes you worse than any of these other people? And I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know. I'm oh, let's, let's do it then. You know? So it's that inner voice again. That's just like, Hey, you can't do it. So I think that the key thing to know is that you don't have to live with this, you know, inner self depths that you have. Yeah. And like you said, we all have them you can replace those with the kind of thoughts that you want. I really recommend reading the book, Psycho-Cybernetics. You know, my favorite one is the middle version of Psycho-Cybernetics 2000 to learn the skills of how to replace your negative thoughts. You can do it. You just have to learn how, or you can just start doing it on your own, I suppose, too. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think having a guide, look, always having a guide is easier, right? And it's probably more, not even easier. It's just more, productive and you probably get better results because if you're trying to do it on your own, whether you're already doing something that somebody else has done, why not take advantage of the techniques instead of going through years of trying to figure out the techniques and failing and changing. And then you, you, you take a book like that, you use their techniques and then you slightly alter them to become your own um, techniques. You know, there's, there's, um, uh, I had Andy Purcell on and he's a big mindset, uh, mental guy. And, uh, he's got that, uh, I'll say it wrong because I said it wrong before, but 75 hard, uh, program. And that's meant to be a mental thing. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's good. It's for, for people who want to, it's very time consuming. Uh, if you want to do it, just, just so you know that. So you're very aware of coming into it. If you're going to do it, it's 75 days, but it's very time consuming. And, uh, that was probably the biggest challenge for me is, is the amount of time it took, not necessarily the mental challenge, but it still provided some good mental challenge. It was still good uh, activity. I think that stretches your brain, stretches your mental capacity. He talks to a lot about the, the mental uh, aspects in how we psych ourselves out, how we are our biggest enemy. And, you know, we can't, we, we, we don't follow through with things. And so the more we don't follow through with something, the weaker it makes us basically. Um, I think that's important as well. Like when you're trying to improve your mental state, you've got to follow through with things. You've got to have these 
goals, these challenges, and that you push yourself through, that you do it regardless, like no matter what. And that, that's what I liked about the hard 75, uh, 75 hard. <laughs> See, I, I'd say it backwards and forwards all the time. <laughs> and he, he yelled at me for it on the, on the podcast. He got really mad and offended, which whatever. It's, <laughs> he, he gets, uh, he gets a little excited about things, but that's all right. Um, and, but you know, it, but it's, it's good because it just pushes your, your brain. Cause your brain's going to tell you like, Oh, it, this is taking up a lot of my time or, Oh man, who do I really need to do these two workouts today? Like, and you got to follow through. And if you follow through with it, that's what stresses, stretches your brain and gets it to that different mental capacity. And that, that's the point of, that uh that program you know so i i enjoyed it um i i was gonna do it again and he 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 yelled at me again for for that i said hey i gotta do it but i'm gonna change it which you know what again like i don't care like yeah he 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 didn't like the idea that i'm i changed it but i didn't do the program because it was his program i didn't do the program because it was him i did the program because i thought it was going to be good uh, good thing for me. I thought I was going to stretch my brain and I altered the program because I thought I was going to do the same thing. So again, I niched it to me to work for me. And it's ch- even more challenging the second time because I've made it my own and I've pushed it to the next level where he said, ah, oh, forget it. You know, you can't, you got to do it my way or, or nothing. That's fine. That's his opinion. But you've got to realize what's, what's going to work for you and what can you do to challenge yourself even further and make that your own and own it. Yeah. And like, it, like anything in life, the more you do something, the better you get at it over time. Mm-hmm. And the, the more that you work on replacing your negative self doubts with positive thoughts the easier it becomes too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about habit and, and uh, you know, it's all about continually work on yourself and realize that like it's never, you're never going to be perfect, but you've got to figure out what it is that's going to work for you. Uh, For me, uh, a big part of, of it for me is prayer. Like I, I am, you know, I believe in, in God and, you know, that, and that's part of my belief system. And, and so prayer for me is a big part of being able to work through some of those challenges. And maybe it's not prayer for everyone and that's okay. So what is it for you that's going to work in your brain, in your mind, in your life, that's going to get your naysayer voice out. It's going to be able to slap it to the side and be able to push forward, right? You've got to figure out the tools that work for you exactly and, and don't let anybody else tell you what those tools are <laughs> <laughs> cool um anything else on this topic matt no that's uh, that's it for today so what say the name of that book one more time psycho cybernetics 2000 i'll put it in the show notes Psycho cyber cybernetics. It sounds like some like techie book, man. Yeah, it's it's a weird title, but uh, great information. Great information. Okay. Kind, of, kind of like uh, you know, if you want to win friends and influence, uh, or if, uh, if you want to 
win friends right. and influence people. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's a weird title, but uh, great, Good great book. information. Yeah. And there's a lot of books out there. And, and so, you know, one of the things that I would recommend, you know, the, we can all read the, I, I read all kinds of different books. I'll read real estate books. I'll read business books and I'll read mindset books. I mean, that's really important to shift the types of books you're reading. I'm always constantly going through different books. So right now, I mean, now most of the books I read are, are business type books, trying to figure out, okay, how am I, how can I put different systems, processes, di di different things in place, uh, just grow my business principles. Uh, how can I do that? Okay. In my business. And then the next one is that mindset that, that how do I, how do I shift my mindset? How do I get that naysayer voice out of my head? How do, you know, how do I better improve my overall health and, and wellness? You know, those are, so those are the two books I'm reading and I'm constantly shifting between the two uh, and just how to basically become a better business owner and just overall, how do I grow my, for my life and to be better. And that includes getting rid of that voice that's going to tell you, you can't do this stuff. Like, cause I don't know, whatever, for whatever reason we think we can't, like somebody else is better than us. And I think I said this last week, we, we, there's never been a time where I've actually truly got to know somebody that I said, whoa, they are a super human. Like they might be awesome, impressive, but there's never time where you're like, wow, I could never, never do what they do. Like I could never come close to being as awesome as they are. I could never do what they do. It's just, just never a time where that happens. Now, maybe you're like, wow, they're super smart. Like I don't have the, the knowledge in technology that they have, or I don't have the knowledge in this that they have. Well, that's okay. Like we can find people that have the knowledge, right? But you just, in my opinion, you never find those people that just so blow you away where you're like, there's never a possibility in my lifetime that I can become as superhuman as they are. Now, you might for the first time see them and go, holy crap, they have everything perfect in their life. Like they're an amazing human being. But as you get to know them, you start to see, okay, they're just like me. They're just like everybody else. Yeah, and the most uh, successful people are the ones who really constantly focus on their own self-improvement and self-development. Yep. Uh, and that, so that could absolutely be you as well. You just have to start. Yep, yep. Cool, man. Well, um, that's all I have to say. Uh, slap that voice away. Slap it around a little bit. Show them who's boss. You got this. Great. All right, all right Matt. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday, man. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So 
the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.